This is The Kilt and the Cloth with Reverend Joshua Bell as I continue my series on Couples Retreat. In my office, I have Tommy and Gordon Cargill, who met in high school and have been married for a long time. We hope you enjoy, and God bless. Well, uh, I just want to say good morning, Tommy and Gordon. I'm so glad that you have agreed to participate in this uh, conversation that we have about couples. Just a, a few little words for my listeners. One of the things that I have found fascinating about the Christian Church, Disciples of Christ here in Perry, is that we have a very unique situation in the sense that we have so many high school sweethearts that met and have, have were married and then have uh, continued to be married. Not that this is uh, a thing that says what, what we do is better than others, but it's more of a conversation of, uh, some success stories. I think in the world that we live in, with there's, it never seems to be anything good on TV. Uh, we have an opportunity to talk about something awesome, in the sense of the way that we can be um, slaves to one another, as Paul would say. So, Gordon, Tommy, I'm so glad to have you here this morning. Thank you. Um, so let's just start from the very beginning and and let you guys tell me a little bit about how did the two of you meet. Well, we were in high school. Gordon was uh, uh, two years ahead of me, and I was too young, but we had best friends. His best friend and my best friend uh, arranged for us all to go out together, and that was the beginning. And we did many things with friends, and uh, uh, then when he graduated, he had to get to work, of course, and... Uh, I had uh, promised to my folks that we would wait until I graduated, and we got married the day school was out. Oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> Back to the friends that we had, this couple that was good friends of ours didn't have a car, and I was fortunate enough to have a, a, a 40 model GMC coupe. Oh, wow. That had the one fender that was just flapping up and down like this, because it had been in a wreck before. But it was transportation, and it got us around. Right. And Mom and I, uh, we enjoyed it, and we had a back seat, and the four of us, we traveled together. <coughs> what we meant, travel, we usually just kind of went out into the country and parked, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, and that's uh, that's some of the couple beginning. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think it's it's uh, beautiful how you you all met in the sense that in high school and we're having just wanted to hang out together. Yeah. Like I, I tell that to a lot of couples yeah. that hanging out together is eighty five percent of the deal. Well, that was the beginning, really, with us is just hanging out. At, at, yeah. As far as we didn't have, I don't guess any romantic ideas of. Oh, well, he had much. a best friend that went with us everywhere, <laughs> and whether we were dating or what, it was mostly uh, just friends that we went around with. I think I was a junior, junior, and you were a freshman, I believe, when we met. And uh, and uh, uh, of course, her folks said we were too young, but they were very Mother said congenial. She raised him. <laughs> oh, that's funny. They were very congenial and getting along and put up with me. 
Well, I think that'd be a pretty easy job, but it'd be kind of awesome. So just out of curiosity, you know, because there's always this switch that flips, and you all of a sudden you say, I know I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. How, how did you know that you wanted to spend the rest of your life with this person? That's I, a tough one. I think it was gradual. I don't believe there was any one moment when uh-huh. that happened. Uh, we were, we got used to each other. Yeah. And it just seemed like it was the logical thing to do to continue until we were married and all. And she didn't beat me too much, and, and so we we got. <laughs> That's a good thing. No, <laughs> no we. Uh, I think, uh, like she said there, it, it we just kind of grew on each other, and uh, well, I decided we we decided that well we want to do it to, together, you know, like that. And so. Uh, I don't think there was any one particular time that we ever decided on that, that, that except when uh, when she asked me to marry her. I mean, I uh, asked her to marry me. Oh, no, 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 this is cool. <laughs> is, is that how it happened? <laughs> no. No. No, not really. So how did you ask her to marry you? Probably sitting in the front seat of the car, best I remember. <laughs> Do you? Yes, we we picked out my rings. Yeah. Uh, so it was all <laughs> intertwined. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was, see, I think it the, was on Christmas. Oh, well, Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I had, oh, I mean, that's awesome. Christmas time. And, and we uh, asked him, and uh, to be right honest, I don't remember ever asking your parents, did I? <laughs> they just took. For granted, I guess, that that's what we were doing, and we began to plan and go from there. And I was afraid that Tommy was going to say no, you know. And, and <laughs> well, yeah. Not, I mean, there's always that fear that they don't want to actually marry us for the rest of our lives. Uh, well, you know, I think that's a, I, I think for my listeners, one of the things that they want to know about is, that it doesn't have to be some sort of magical moment. No. You know, like, I think a lot of TV and movies uh, popularize this idea that it's like, bling, there's a light bulb, and all of a sudden you know you're going to yeah. spend the rest of your life together. And I, I just, I hate that fallacy. You know, I, you, you, you <laughs> all know my daughter. <laughs> yeah. My daughter lives in this fairy tale world that I love, <laughs> and it, it makes my life so awesome, but... Man, I tell you, she watches a TV show and she says that that's the way I want to fall in love and get married. And I'm like, well, okay, that's beautiful, but that's not real life, <laughs> you know. It don't usually happen that. No, it doesn't. So, uh, as as we keep talking about this, um, I I think it's always really important. Again, when I'm talking to couples, specifically about how to celebrate good times, like. What were some of the ways that you all celebrated good times together? Are you talking about early in the marriage or later on? I think it could be a little bit of both and. Uh, I know uh, in years after we were had been married quite a while, our travels were uh, the good things that we were able to do. And so, how did what did you do for traveling? Okay. One of the things we did every summer nearly was to go to Red River 
Oh, nice. And we took the grandkids, and we took my sister. We took anybody that wanted to go, and we climbed the mountain and, and just had a wonderful time that way. We made a trip to Hawaii, and Glenn was good at the lumber yard in that he sent us to a lot of uh, trade shows and stuff, and included in that was a lot of entertainment and uh, um, meeting with more people. We made friends everywhere. Uh, we had a couple that lived in Indiana, and we were in Chicago for a meeting. And, and we just uh, hooked up together, and they lived in Indiana, and they brought, they had their car there, so we got to do around Chicago. Just things like that. We loved, and we have best friends that we would do everything with. We, uh, we started out at, at Table Rock Lake, and we went there for several years, the, the whole, both of our families. And then we graduated to Colorado, and that was our, our best place to go. This couple that was from Indiana, we, they were being close to Chicago, well then they knew their way around there. And so we had a, a show in Dallas. And they came to that trade show there and the four of us got together again and, and we uh, uh, enjoyed it while we was there. And while we was there, it, it snowed four inches in Dallas. Oh my goodness. And this lady, bless her heart, she just busted out laughing. Yeah. She got to watching the people drive. Right. And said, you know, and the way they drove, said they don't know how to drive. And they didn't. We know. Really. Not, uh, and where they were used to all of the ice and stuff up there, these people in Dallas are going from every direction. Right. You know. All off the road. We, uh, I often think of that little thing <laughs> from them. But the, the couple that we started out in Table Rock were from here, and uh, uh, she was a teacher, and he worked for an oil company here, and they were the best friends of all, all through the years. Uh, they, they are both gone now, and... Uh, uh, we enjoyed a lot of places. They had a place in Colorado that we'd go up and spend two or three days. We even, at that time, helped him build it. Oh, wow. We, they lived in, he was working in Houston at the time, and we were still here. <coughs> and they uh, they would come up, and then we'd go out there and spend two or three days, and we may put in windows or do something like that to help build the cabin. And it, it was wonderful, and we enjoyed them all of our lives. They had a boy and a girl that was about the same age of our two boys. And uh, we did. Had a, had a wonderful time with them. And so I'm, I'm hearing this kind of uh, theme with the two of you, that you, you always tried to find uh, couples that were of like mind, mm -hmm. things that you had in common with. Yeah. And when you celebrated, you celebrated it with others. Exactly. That's that's really neat. Uh, we 
not that we didn't do things, just the two of us, but the really good times. And from the time we were married, uh, we we always had a pair that um, we did things with. We ate together. We went places. And uh, then... Well, like Thanksgiving and holidays and, and birthdays and family. And Gordon had to go to Korea six months after we were married. Oh, I didn't realize it was that soon. And uh, at the same time, my mother had cancer, and they were about ready to call me to come home and help, and if I could. And so uh, one of those questions asked about one of the difficult times we... Yeah, that's actually where we go from here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we were married... Uh, in May and in January, he was drafted. Oh, wow. And had to go to uh, uh, the Army. And uh, that was, uh, it'll always be in our minds that that was the toughest time we endured. But what year was that? He really worked out fairly good, <coughs> if you want to say anything good about that, because at the time, it worked out that she was needed at her mother's house to help her and yeah. her dad because of her mother. Her mother, well, in fact, the doctor told me, he said, you won't go to Korea. He said, she'll go before then and said, you'll be called back. But thank goodness it did not happen. Uh, and I went to Korea. She went to live with her folks and helped them and worked some at the time, too. It was 1953, January. January of 1953. Mm -hmm. yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on back then. Yes. Everything was difficult. Yeah. Yeah. And I st went to, went to, uh, to uh, Basic at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, and then went to Fort Belvoir, Virginia for technical training, and, and then was shipped to she was able to come out and stay about a month with us out, out to Virginia, and then... I was going with him everywhere he went, and yeah. then they sent him where I couldn't go. Right. <laughs> that didn't quite happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, didn't, it didn't kind of work the way you wanted it to. So well, how, we, we made it try. Yeah. Well, that's where I was going. So, like, how, how did you all survive that? That separation. How did how did that work for the two of you? I laugh at the kids nowadays. Oh. I see on TV where someone's been gone six months, and oh. they just have big doings when they return. He was gone a year and a half. Eighteen months. And like. we oh, did wow. all we did was letters because there wasn't any right email or or. Uh, FaceTime or any of that sort of or thing. Or telephones, we couldn't even get to No, we never call. even talked on the phone all those all those all that time. But and that would have been hard. Like I, I I talk about this some you know, when my dad was in the Navy, yes. It, we that was that was before internet, that was mm -hmm. before all the other mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while they were able to make a phone call and my mom volunteered to be the ombudsman for the ship, so she was the uh uh, communication between the ship and on base yeah. uh, in case of an emergency. But at the same time, all I have from my dad being on board ship was these letters that he hand wrote. You know, uh, this is, again, this is before computers could print off stuff. Yeah. 
it was it was a there's a there's a lot of patience that has to be designed or developed when you're that far apart from each other for that long. I think she wrote a letter every day I was gone. Oh wow! And a lot of times I would get four, five, six letters at a time, wow. and then I might go a week or two, ten and two weeks not get mail yeah. because of complications somewhere, and uh, we. I'm going to tell him about this. We were going through some of her stuff, trying to throw some of our old papers here just a few days ago, and she ran on to some of those letters, and we still got some oh, of those wow. letters that she had, that I had written and some that she had written. And, and it was quite amusing to, uh, to go back and recall what was yeah. said. Yeah. Uh, but, that that uh, would be amazing. I So... You know, be, being apart that long, that there there is, you you end up start creating your own lives, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you're okay. you're in Korea, you're mm-hmm. here in the states. You come back together. I'm sure there may have been a few disagreements on how we do things. <laughs> um, so how how do how did you work through uh, your toughest argument or disagreement? How what are some ways that you guys worked out uh, disagreements? Well, <laughs> let me say this to begin with. Uh, we didn't argue very seldom, ever argued, because I don't believe in it. Okay. And she didn't either. So whenever a disagreement would come up, we would uh, go our ways for a little while and then come back and start talking. I uh, like to laugh about disagreements. Yeah. One of oh. the things I... I would say, it, or he would say, is there's a line from one of Kevin Costner's films. Uh, How's this marriage going to work if you don't do what I say? And so he'd bring that up, or we'd laugh about it. And if we were sharing the jobs around the house, uh, I'd ask him to do something. He says, I have to do everything oh, and yeah. then when he told me to do something well i said oh no i have to do everything so our disagreements uh he he just won't argue at all and so uh we had to just work it through and learn to laugh about it there you go that's what i want people to hear let's put it this way i've seen too much of the disagreement in my early life that was not good and I made my mind up then. No, that's not going to happen. My way, if I can keep from it. Yeah. No. But I loved how you how you said it just a minute ago, Gordon. You said, if if it was something that was stressful, we we just we took a moment, yeah. took a deep breath, walked away from each other, came back mm-hmm. though, and mm-hmm. talked yourselves through it. That's something that's a lost art. I know that sounds weird. And I think really? we always came back and and and, and talked to each other. Yeah. yeah. A lot. A lot of times. Couples get into an argument, and they think it's over. Like, yeah. we can't, we can't fix this. Yeah. Um, and I, and I loved how you said that. Like, and and you and you guys learned it uh, organically. Yeah. Like that was just something that you knew. Okay, we this, we're not gonna fight, mm-hmm. but fighting is okay. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we we need to take a moment. Uh, what, what I would say, where I'm going with this, what I would say is this. That's a way of showing honor 
to the other person. And, and that, that I think is commendable. One thing that I would, after my trip back to Fort Carson, Colorado, where I got discharged, she was able to come up. We had a couple of days. I, I got to Oakland, California, the nineteen, uh, the twenty-first day of December. That night, they put me on a plane with other people and shipped us to Fort Carson, Colorado, to be discharged. And she, we had talked on the phone after I got to the state, and we talked on the phone, and she managed to get up there. The 24th day of December at noon, they discharged me. And we started trying to find a way to get back home. Mm. And uh, uh, the only thing we could finally end up getting was a bus, bus ride. So we got on a bus there and Am I going too far with it, Mom? <laughs> and uh, That's awesome. we started back. I stood up from Fort Carson, Colorado to Raton, New Mexico. The seats were taken and got to Raton, New Mexico. And then uh, I got a seat. And then we, we came through Perry, came right, stopped at Bill's Corner, went on to Tulsa. My dad and my brother-in-law met us at Christmas morning at about 6 o'clock and picked us up, brought us home. That was the best Christmas oh, that wow. there ever was for both of us. Yeah. And, One thing about uh, is I think about is our children. We had two sons, and what how interesting it was with them all growing up, and we were great sports fans, and the boys played, and uh, then on to, when we, we worked together for 27 years at the lumberyard, and that takes some doing, but yeah. Gordon is so patient, and I, he makes it good no matter what, and he is at home. Well, I think that's also beautiful. I think that we also have to talk about the idea that we have to have patience with each other in, in the midst of that also. Mm -hmm. yeah. we, we might think we speak the same language, but at some point or another, we're speaking different ones. Um, I, th I think that's awesome. So I, I think, uh, so this, is, this, this might not be applicable to you then. I, a lot of couples that I, I meet, I always talk about the things that we have to learn once we move in together. Huh. Right, like there's there's always a weird thing. I'm the oldest of six kids. My daughter's my my, my wife is an only child. Right, so that's a, that was a huge culture shock for the two of us. And when we got married uh, and we moved in together, there were weird things that I never thought would be would bother me. All of a sudden, did and uh, I, I I use this in every interview I do. I call it the toothpaste scenario. I'm the, I'm the oldest of six kids. We would get one tube of toothpaste for the six kids. And that had to last us in between each paycheck, right? So uh, we always know that you squeezed it from the bottom and you rolled it versus, yeah, rolled it all the way to the top so that you could make every last drop count. And you always put the lid back on. My wife, on the other hand, 
uh, squeezed it from the middle. Yeah, Gordon is making the signs. Gordon, yeah, so Carmen would squeeze it from the middle and then accidentally forget to leave the lid off. <laughs> that was the I, biggest thing. I was thing. one of seven kids. Oh, you know exactly. And I had four sisters. Oh, no. So you know exactly what I'm talking I had three. <laughs> so there was always a thing. Oh, yes. And you all had to do I it the same way. I dearly, though. Yeah, yeah. So what was what were some of the quirks that you all had to get over when you first got married, if, if, if that's possible? I can't think of much. Uh, I'm the uh, oldest in my family of four kids. And uh, we look at things differently, I've found out. And yes. he was in the middle, so... Uh, he and they're was just weird. He was, yeah. <laughs> he was used to giving in to the girls. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I've I, I wondered about this word quirks, um, but uh, the toothpaste is probably a, a good illustration, but he just overlooked any quirks I had and, and has been that way. Always. One thing <clears throat> I think possibly, and it's not the word resent. Uh, when we first got married, uh, I loved to go fishing. Oh, yeah. And we uh, had some of the boys uh, that uh, where I was working, uh, maybe a couple of us would go fishing. Well, that was taking time from home. Dumb me, I didn't see too much until I was, she started going with me and that was wonderful. Then we fished together and that, that made it a whole lot better. And we did it ever since then, most of the time. I love, I love how you guys talk about it's, you do everything together. You, you, you got married at a young age, but at the same time, you you took care of each other's families. You took you went and worked together. I mean, for that you deserve sainthood. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. that's really hard. And then for twenty seven years, that's also extremely <laughs> complicated. Uh, and I loved how you said that. Even even your hobbies, stuff that you enjoy doing, it, mm. it felt weird without her. And then yeah. then she was included yeah. into that. And uh, I, I I think also couples need to hear that too. Would would it be safe to say that? Uh, you two consider each other your best friend, like you 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 talk to each other about everything. Well, uh, as me, I think yes, I think she's my best friend. Uh, a lot of times, I do not talk to her about everything like possibly I should, but I think that maybe is normal. Uh, but as far as best friends, yeah, I, I think uh, that's it. Uh, and we're getting to the age that we've only got each other left, and and all of our old friends are gone, mm. and you know that makes a little difference too. Yeah, <laughs> never thought it'd be to that place. But yeah, we are. Our, our good friends are gone. Yeah, and uh, so that's uh, that's part of life. I so now we have to be our best friends. <laughs> that's right. That's, so you know you are. You have no choice. You're stuck. <laughs> I think you guys have figured it out at some point or another that you're stuck together. Um, so, uh, so I always ask this of every couple: like, if if you were to give, again, I'm not saying that you all have had it perfect or have figured mm. out oh, the recipe no. right mm. in any way, shape, or form. But if you were going to give advice 
to a young couple just starting out, I really want to know what each of you think. What would be a good piece of advice that you'd want to pass on to a couple? I, I, now, how many years have you been married? 68. Close. 68, yeah. That's that's a monument. Like, that's something very important to recognize. So here you are. You're, you've you been married 68 years together, mm-hmm. uh, but you've been together for a long time. Um what would be a piece of advice that you would give a couple just starting out? And I'm, and I'm curious about what each of you think. Uh, I thought about this, and uh, of course, uh, this isn't necessarily one thing about us. Yes, it is. I want young couples to develop friendships with like couples or whatever. Through the years, our friends have kept us going when things are really bad. And that that's the advice I'd give. That's not very personal, but uh, just uh, be sure you have a friend you can rely on. And we've developed that through the years. Gordon's good about that. And uh, we've always had someone we could call or, or go places with and everything. That's awesome. Uh, the <clears throat> one of the things that I might just suggest to them is this marriage, not just ours, any marriage, is a give and take proposition. Mm. Yeah. And what I always tell them. It's a 90-10 proposition. Interesting. You give 90, you take 10. That's both couples. Nice. She does the same thing. You will understand each other a lot better if you do something like that. That doesn't mean that it's going to work for somebody else. But... Uh, they have to start somewhere. Yeah. No, and I, I, I love that. Um, that should be written in a book someplace. Oh. <laughs> both, both, both I don't think so. I think I made it up. No, that's okay. I, that, if, you, if you made it up, I want to give you credit for that because that was I – love, I love both of what you said there. I, I think a lot of couples also have this idea that there is a sense of being alone, yeah. like that we are by ourselves. At the end of the day, it's just the two of you making the choices, mm-hmm. but the idea of being together – with others does ease a little bit of the burden. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, again, I go back to what Paul is very adamant in the in Scripture that he doesn't want to get married. Like he's very yeah. adamant that that's not for him. But he says, if you are going to get married, Gordon, I think that's what he would say. I would say, I think that he would say that if it was, a, if it was going to be a marriage or a covenant between one another, it has to be where I'm giving more of myself to the other than I'm bringing back to myself. And uh, both parties have to do that. And they both have to do that. Yeah, that's that. That's beautiful. So uh, 68 years, um, what do you do to keep your relationship fresh? Do you go on dates? Do you, do you watch TV together? I mean... Oh, yes, definitely. And, uh, uh, we read books together. Yeah. I mean... Uh, she keeps me in, 
all kinds of books and she gets them too. We, I watch TV quite a bit and read. And then we watch when, TV together, but... And my eyelids will get heavy, then I'll take a nap, and then I'll pick up my book and start reading again. <laughs> again. That's awesome. And, uh-oh. And, uh, and he's ready to eat. Yeah. <laughs> then we go eat a little dab. And, uh, yeah. and, but I don't know, and we don't really go. We haven't been anywhere, I don't suppose. Well, this last year is all. Yeah, since this stuff uh, all began. So right. So, uh. It's just uh, uh, and. <laughs> keeping on, keeping on, I guess. Right, right. Well, um, so I, I, as we get kind of closer to the end of the interview, I I have to ask the question, so like how did the church play a role in your relationship? Like, I, I, I mean, that's a huge statement for the two of you. You've been very active in the church throughout the, your entire marriage, but how, how did the church play a role in your marriage? Well, it was very important. Uh, we uh, yes. grew up in Cushing, and uh, uh, we had some marvelous pastors and marvelous teachers. And uh, um, we didn't do church together uh, until after we were married some. And uh, we were living in Blackwell, and... Uh, had a wonderful pastor there who uh, encouraged Gordon, and he became a, uh, well, he was baptized at, at uh, Blackwell, but he had been in the church growing up. In other words, I started out as a Baptist. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I was true. <laughs> so he had, so he yeah. had to switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, as far as, the church, it's just been important that we be there and do what we could. Gordon's done everything, I think. He's been the treasurer, board chairman, and all of these. And I, I've taught and sang <coughs> in the choir. It's just been a part of our life the whole time. And well, it's, uh, it's been a lot of us. That's because we've been involved with so many Trying things. to raise our boys yeah. that way, and we've enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, the building, the bringing up, uh, the seeing new members start like this, and 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 grow with the church as they grew, the younger generation. She's the best teacher in the world, as far as the kids is concerned, and and younger people, and and did a wonderful job at it. Uh, Commander on that, and uh, uh, being involved with all the people that is in and around uh, our church, and we've had some very <coughs> good people here in in this church, and still do. Uh, and we are not acquainted with them like we used to be, but that's normal too, I think. With the, yeah with the, the way things are going. So. Well, I, I just uh, I, I wanted to ask you those questions. I, I really appreciate your time and uh, the conversation that we get to have about, <coughs> excuse me, uh, about our faith and, and, and how you all met and how we came. I really appreciate the time that you've, you've spent with me this morning. Uh, I think this is something that 
I really want couples to hear, you know, 68 years as possible. Yes. I think a lot of times people think that everything we have is disposable. Yeah. <coughs> you have to work at it, though. You, you do. You and I and I want them to hear that, and I think <laughs> and I think that was kind of the beautiful time. So, uh, with that being said, I just want to say thank you, and uh, well, I'll I'll see you all later. Okay.